Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. With me here today uh, to join the discussion is Curtis Haynes, my Houston multifamily mentor. Welcome to the show, Curtis. Thanks, Del. Happy to be here. Um, over the last couple of years, I've seen our clientele change dramatically. In fact, the last 10, 15 years, it's changed dramatically. And it's changed in many different ways. One has changed in the fact that we used to bring in a much less sophisticated individual, um, the kind of something for nothing people that you get from hearing all the other seminars out there, the fly-by-night, midnight madness, something for nothing seminars. Um, and we used to get in, um, People had very little money, they were looking for zero down real estate. And instead now we're getting a very sophisticated investor, many of which um, you know, are starting out with uh, a good amount of money, over fifty, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 on the low side, and many of them are walking in here with millions of dollars just trying to find a place that they can make a great return with it. So for a few years, Curtis, uh, I, I felt like we were going away from the young kids because the young kids used to come in with no money and broke, and they had the belief system that it was going to be something for nothing and that they could you know, flip and wholesale or do whatever, whatever it was they thought you do in real estate. And the, when, we, when I came back to doing the radio show from Steve, where Steve talked about that kind of stuff and I stopped talking about it and we started talking about business and creating businesses, the clientele at that point changed radically and has continued to change to where now, when David went to California, and by the way, we have over 200 members in California. I just saw the, the chart the other day. I couldn't believe it, over 200 members in California now. So when David went out there, he said the clientele was unbelievably educated and financially secure. So we're seeing this complete change. Now, you brought up a point that I thought was interesting. Is that you said you're starting to see a different breed of younger investors coming in. So I'd like you to pick up that ball and run with that. And tell, us, tell me what you meant by that, that you're seeing a different class of youthful investors. Yeah, the, the, the you know, we have a case study tonight, and one of the presenters 
that is presenting on the multifamily side is what really inspired me to want to talk about the uh, younger uh, generation coming uh, coming back into real estate. And I think it is a very different mindset uh, compared to what you were seeing uh, you know, five or ten years ago with the something-for-nothing uh, mindset. These folks are um, – yeah, the younger generation. What what inspires me about them is their um, really the the fear of doing something uh, different. That they don't have that that same fear that's kind of preventing most of us from making that move into real estate. And this uh, young gentleman at the age of uh, 25 um, saw an opportunity um, shortly after the 2008 collapse. Uh, he's from uh, Sydney, Australia. He uh, left his corporate job. He uh, left his friends and family, and he uh, flew over to the U.S. to uh, start investing in real estate. And and that alone just kind of blows me away in terms of just that that fearless type of mentality that he's having. And, yes, he, he he's not the money-for-nothing kind of individual. He's uh, well-educated. He has saved up some money, um, but he saw an opportunity, and that opportunity – uh, to to uh, to better himself and his family, and he initially was thinking about going over and and buying um, single family, and so he flew flew down to the U.S. Didn't know anybody. He was uh, practically um, homeless. Um, what he was doing, which is which is another crazy thing about the younger generation, was he was couch surfing, and you know I had to kind of look that up because I you know I've never heard of that before and. And basically, if you uh, wanted to travel anywhere in the U.S. or if you wanted to travel anywhere uh, in the world, there are thousands of uh, folks that are willing to open up their home to you and allow you to stay over uh, and sleep on the couch for free. And I don't know about you, Dale, but <laughs> the thought of hanging out at some stranger's house in a foreign country uh, on their couch is something I, I, would, I can't get past from a fear standpoint. And that's what he did. He came over to the U.S. and uh, surfed, couch surfed across 20 cities before uh, landing here in Houston. And within a very short time frame, within 18 months, um, he bought uh, 10 single-family homes that, that are generating 60000 a year in tax-free income. And that's what inspired me. His story, which I hope um, everyone has a chance to come out and meet him in person because he's just an average Joe, nothing special from, from the standpoint of just a normal guy, uh, what makes him unique is uh, his fearlessness, his ability to just go out and see an opportunity and, and jump on it. So what do you think creates that fearlessness? I've, I've read your article that you did on it, and um, I had some thoughts myself. But let's go ahead with yours. Why do you think it's, he's fearless? Yeah, you know, when I was um, back in my headhunting days as a, as a recruiter, I was helping accountants find good jobs, and I was helping companies find good accountants. And as you know, Dell, accountants are the most timid kind of creatures out there. We don't like change. Uh, we don't like uh, uh, to do something different. Uh, we like things to be in order. And 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 for accountants, the um, what we talked about back then was um, the carrot and the stick uh, on making the change. And so for accountants. No amount of money is going to um, uh, entice them to make a move. It's some sort of stick, some sort of pain that that makes them that pushes them out, like a loss of a job. And on the other side of the spectrum, um, you have the sales folks, and for the salesman, they they will make a move for money. 
or for better opportunity, the carrot. You know, the reason why they make a job change, something uh, they're attracted to that draws them out of their current situation. So when I talk about the younger generation and talking about the carrot and the stick, um, the younger generation, um, they're fearless. And so there's really not much of a of a stick that they need to make a move, and there's really not much of a carrot for them to make a move. But for, for us guys, for you and me, and uh, that are an older generation, it takes a, a bigger pain, a bigger stick, for us to make a, make a change, to do something different. And um, for the sales folks that are, are more looking for the, the, the reward, it'll take a bigger, a bigger carrot to make the move. You know, and of course, we're here in Houston. We're looking at oil prices and and the uh, the impact on the economy. And of course, a lot of folks um, got hit over the head with a pretty ugly stick because they lost their jobs, and now they're forced to make a change when they weren't really looking. And I think, you know, for the younger generation, they're willing to take that risk. For the older generation, unfortunately, sometimes it takes a big whack over the head to to start looking for something different. So, why do you think that is? Out of curiosity, on the younger generation, you know that's yeah. that's. I I don't know, you know, generational wise with the millennials and how how different they are from Generation X and and from the baby boom generation. But I think it just it just starts from from back in you know back from the gener- the baby boom generation. We're very conservative. Um, we don't like to take risks. And as you fast forward to the millennials, um, there's just that willingness that they have more of an entrepreneurial spirit and willing to take risks. And I just think it's as the times have changed and as generations change over time, I think it gets easier and easier for folks. But, you know, the, the, the real, I think that the real um, point with all this is, you know, most of the folks, as you mentioned earlier, are and, and the older generation um, sophisticated, doing well, um, they have a good life, and they're not quite willing to make that move. And so, for for a lot of those folks, it just takes a lot more to 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 make that move. Where the younger guys, they can they can fall flat on their face and and make it back into um, income levels that they need to be in five years, ten years from now. But as the older generation, if they make a big mistake, it could really uh, hinder their ability to retire. Maybe that's a big part of it as well. Well, I've got a little bit different point of view on it. it not that it uh, is going to counter anything you're saying, but I've got some additional beliefs I want to add to it that I think are important. If you guys want to call in and ask Curtis a question or myself, our number here is 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, uh, I'm going to share my ideas that parallel or so with Curtis's. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me today is Curtis Haynes, the Houston multifamily mentor. And Curtis and I are discussing how we see a different youth today in the investment world from what we saw 10, 15 years ago, where the kids were, you know, the something for nothing kids that didn't make it to college, that didn't have anything going for them, and they just thought they could get rich quick. Uh, but today we're seeing a more sophisticated and success-oriented type of young lad. But we were also talking about how much less fear they have. And when you're talking about, you know, couch surfing, um, I'll, I'll bring you back to a different thing because I'm going to make a couple, I think, three points. First point is maybe it's not so generational, okay? Maybe it's more age-based. I, I make that point in that when I was in a junior in high or in college, sophomore in, high, in college, I decided I wanted to leave. I just was tired of it. And I just loaded up my van and I took off across the country and I made a plan to look at the fastest growing cities in the country, spend a little time in each one and figure out where I wanted to land myself for the rest of my life. So I had that willingness to take off blindly, to go places I've never been, to not have a place to stay when I got there. So I understand that, but I'm going to make a, a different point than you did, Curtis, and that is part of it is that I knew no fear. You know, when you're young, you know no fear. There's no fear. When you're older, you fear a lot of things. And, of course, fear stands for false evidence appearing real. And, you know, when you're older, you can think of a thousand things that can go wrong. And when you're young, you can't see that far. You go, you're just almost naive to all the stuff that could go wrong. You know, traveling across the world, across the world, couch to couch, you know, who knows, you could, you could get kidnapped, you could get killed, you know, there's a million things that at 60, my brain goes, man, I'm not doing that, there's no way. But at 16 or 17, you go, like, what could happen? You know what I mean, what could they do to me? They can't, you know, if they kill me, I own nothing, I have nothing, and that's the other second point I wanna make is, they have nothing to lose and everything to gain. If you're in midlife, you got a job, you've got some money in the bank, you got a mortgage, you got a wife, you got kids, you got all kinds of stuff to lose. And these kids have nothing to lose. They could go out there and I've got two kids that are just like this. Uh, two, two of our kids just took off. And both of them ended up in Colorado, which is interesting because, you know, it's the very liberal state. But they don't care. They just took off. What, you know, what could they lose? And what did they lose? They did a thousand different things, slept on 20 different people's couches, couldn't afford to get themselves an apartment. And you know what? Every time we talked to them, they were just fine. No big deal. Everything's great. You know, as long as they got a place to put their head down and a cell phone, they're alive. It just doesn't matter to them. They have nothing to lose. The next thing I think is important, the third aspect of it, is that 
we were trained to see success. When we grew up, our parents did have jobs. Some of them still had pensions. You had seen back when we went to school, Curtis, you and I, that they would give us reports that if you finish high school, you'll make $10,000 better than the average person. If you finish middle or you know low-end college, you'll make 20,000 a year better. If you finish four years, you'll make 40,000 better. And if you finish a master's degree, you'll make 50,000 better. And if you finish a doctoral, you'll make 100,000 better. Do you remember all those reports they used to give us? Do you remember that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And so we were trained to believe that education was the secret to success. Nowadays, education is almost useless. Let me tell you why. I go out now and I, you know, at dinners and cocktail parties, and 99% of the people there have their heads in their cell phones. Even myself and Melissa were sitting there talking. Something will come up. It doesn't even matter what it is anymore. Where you used to talk to each other back and forth for 15, 20 minutes or an hour and bicker over something. The first thing that comes up, yeah, what's that guy's name? Boom, Google. Now you know everything. You know, you not only know the guy's name, you know his age, you know when he's born, you know how much money he makes, you know how many times he's been married. At our fingertips, every piece of information that we could possibly need in life is right there. I remember... We had a um, uh, expo, and I had uh, put my Escalade in uh, a park, or uh, valet parking for the night, and we did the deal. And we woke up the next day and got up, had breakfast, and went to get the truck. And when they pulled the truck up, I had a flat tire. And I said, you know, I've owned this Escalade now for three or four years. I have no idea how to, I don't even know if there is a spare. I don't know if there is one or where it's at or how to fix this thing. And we had two or three guys sitting there scratching their heads, you know, vice president, not vice president, but, you know, like managers of the of the of the hotel for Hilton and, you know, these people, the concierge. And they were just like, I don't know. Then all of a sudden, this young guy that drives cars for the valet, he said, let me help you out. And he pulled out his cell phone and he Googled how to change a tire on an Escalade. And there it was, everything, where the tire was at, where the rest of the equipment was at, what steps to take in what order. And it, right then and there, I realized, you don't need to be smart anymore. You don't need to be educated anymore. You just have to know how to look things up. And that, I think, is another reason. These guys are not afraid. They, you know, they want to know how to do real estate investing. There's 4,000 pages of information on how to do real estate investing, not to mention probably hundreds of them just on our website alone that are free. Webinars, radio shows, you know, podcasts. These guys get the information much more rapidly, whereas the older people, they're not out there searching out that information. And so what do they do? They get hit with what, what I call interruption marketing. Interruption marketing is when you're listening to something and all of a sudden something comes on you've never heard before on either the TV or the radio. And you go, huh, what was that? What is this guy saying, get rid of your 401k? Is he out of his mind? What do you mean put debt on my house after I've already paid it off? Is he out of his mind? And this interruption marketing smacks him in the face and it's exactly opposite of everything they've been taught, right? Exactly opposite everything they've been taught. And so now it takes six months, a year, two years of listening before they've got enough information to start to balance it out with the stuff they've been taught their entire life. Now, the last 
actual thing that I think makes sense is this. In specific generations that are our youth today, where we were taught that our parents were becoming successful, were successful, had jobs, careers, titles, and savings in the bank, these kids have seen their parents get destroyed. 2008 financial crisis wiped out their 401ks, wiped out the value of their personal residences, made them lose their job, and destroyed their credit. So the kids are looking and going, hey, don't try to tell me what works because it didn't work for you. Everything that you did was wrong. And now you're paying for it, and I'm not going down that road. I'm going to stay light and lean and able to move and juxtify my position whenever necessary so that I don't end up getting stuck behind that big gigantic rock that is tied around your neck, dad and mom, and holding you down and destroying your life. I'm not going for that. So that's my belief, Curtis. I think added to what you said, kids have no fear and they've already been taught the old system didn't work. Those are two powerful carrots and sticks to me. And in other words, you're saying there's not much of a carrot stick. I think there's a massive carrot stick. They already know it doesn't work. That's a pretty big stick. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll be right back with Curtis Haynes and the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. For unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me today is Curtis Haynes, the Houston multifamily mentor. Uh, Curtis, we're talking about the um, the fear for older people to get invested in this program to do something differently. Uh, interesting to me, over the last 25 years, it has held solid that 60% of our members are referrals. So you, know, you get maybe... 20, 30% from the radio, 60% from referrals, and then maybe another 10% from the internet, you know, people looking stuff up. But my question to you is, you take a guy like the gentleman that I spoke with yesterday, and he not only joined up, but he got his son to join up, and two of his daughters to join up, and his best friend to join up. And um, my question is, because you made this point earlier, and I'm just playing off of the point, that it takes some giant um, stick, you were calling it, to get these really type B personalities to get going. What is it that spurs, why is the referral a so much easier leap than just any other way? You know, what, what is it that, and the reason I'm getting this, because where I'm going with it, I want to take you down this line, I'm gonna let, let you have the lead into where I'm going, is, how do we get more people that don't have a hands-on person that they know that's already succeeded? How do we get more people to overcome that fear? So let's start with the first question, though, which is, um, what is it that makes a referral so much better? Yeah, that's a real good point, Dale. Um, so with the carrot and the stick with referrals, it's really more about um, having a bigger carrot 
that gets the referrals to be able to make a move uh, than the actual stick hitting them overhead. So referrals make the reward, the carrot, more believable. And that was a played a really big factor for me in making my switch to uh, into real estate. I actually had a combination. I had lost my company, and so that was the big stick that hit me over the head, trying to you know kick me out and to do something different. But then it was a referral. It was a good friend that I known for 15 plus years that told me about lifestyles and that uh, someone that I trusted that I knew. Um, she was already at her second apartment complex. That that carrot, that reward became very, very real. And I think that with referrals, and the reason why they're so good is because it comes from a trusted source, and it's almost like, okay, if my buddy can do it, I can do it as well. Good point. Very good point. So how do we, now that we know that factor, that it becomes more real? That's a very good point. How do we become more real to people? Yeah, and that, that's the hardest thing to do because you know you, you, one of the one of the things I love about going to the case studies uh, every month is you have you have uh, three families, three uh, real people, what I what I would consider average Joes, just like you and me, who are doing extraordinary things, and we we hope that by by listening to their story, they're not paid to come up there, they're not paid to do anything. They're just giving back, and they're excited to, to, to share their story that we hope that there's something that we can relate to, something that, that about their background, about the person that's relatable. And I can remember, you know, although I was uh, very attracted to lifestyles through the referral, I can remember going to one of my first case studies. And, and no disrespect to the gentleman that was up there, but the guy was just very normal. I mean, it was just like, man, <laughs> if this guy can do that, why can't I? You know, and that's what I hope people people can can uh, see is that it doesn't take an extraordinary person to do what we're doing. You know, I think that's probably the 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 best way in is just try to find you know more and more people to share their stories to hopefully connect and be more relatable to to the many folks that are out there. And I think that's, Dale, if you were to, you know, do a survey of folks that have joined, I think that's probably going to be the second biggest source is something about that presenter that made them like, man, that guy's just like me. I, you know, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah, probably. And, you know, the Telldells, I get emails all the time about the Telldells. They just want more information, more information about the person that, you know, we had on. So that's probably true. Um, going down that the path a little bit further. I'm trying to think about what it was I wanted to ask you. Um, well, actually, I'll add one more up. piece on, on the okay, carrot side, and, and, and that goes beyond the relatable part, and that's just seeing extraordinary results. And I think that over the years, especially since, uh, man, over the last uh, 10 years, there's just been some extraordinary stories of, of so many success stories that you um, that you see and hear about and I think the the volume and the numbers that are out there you know you can go to any kind of uh, event and there's one or two guys and it seems like they're the same one or two guys you see every year talking about if you do this you too can be successful and when you when you go to lifestyles it is just every month is somebody different year after year it's it's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 people doing exactly what 
the, the people behind them were doing to be successful. And I think that if you continue to you know, do what we're doing um, and providing the platform to make it easier and easier for people to be successful, that, that carrot just gets so big and so believable, even if it's not the referral, even if it's not something that's relatable, you're like, man, if all these people year after year are, are national award winners, they got to be doing something right. And that that will intrigue somebody to, to take a step, a leap of faith uh, to, to, to look into real estate. So um, going down the road to this, the next question I want to ask you is because you asked, well, if we were to interview these people, what is it uh, they would be thinking? One thing. Number one negative fear that I I get from people of why they don't participate is they say, you know, first of all, the deals look on too good to be true, you know, and a lot of people in life believe anything that's too good to be true can't be true. Um, but the second one, which is more important, the one that I get the most from is there can't possibly be enough deals. Now, what was interesting was the guy that was on yesterday has, is in 20 four apartment complex deals in three years and nine houses. He got his son to join, and his son in two years is in 21 different deals, and he got his daughter to join, and they're already in a couple deals. And so how do you overcome when people ask you, are there enough deals? Because that is, to me, the most uh, difficult thing to get people to believe. Yeah, that that one it's it's so funny because for for the folks that are inside doing what we're doing, and you have the folks that are the outside um, outside the window looking in and asking that question, we're like, there are there are so many opportunities, there are so many deals, it's unbelievable. We just can't keep up with how many opportunities are out there, and we look at that question like. Wow! Just come on over and and see that there's just so many opportunities. It's a question that that for for the folks that are doing it, it's not even a thought. But the folks that are haven't done it, it's a fear, and and it's just it, it's step on in and and see for yourself because the the abundance mentality that you talk about. There's just so many opportunities, not just in Houston. Now that we're expanding uh, past uh, Texas. We're talking about just in Texas alone, there's more than enough opportunities out there for multifamily and single family that we just, we're, we're a small, I don't know what the percentage is, Dale, but we're probably only hitting about 2 to 3% of the opportunities within Lifestyles, if that just gives you any indication. That would be, that would be in there. the Texas, that would be in the Texas, Houston, in Dallas, Texas Fort Worth, San Antonio market. We're yeah. maybe touching 2 to 3%. We're, we're less than a hundredth of a percent if you look at the national level of opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. We have. So um, one of the ways I explain it to people, Kurt, is I say, okay, we got a room of 100 people in here that I'm teaching today. 25% of you are going to elect to move up to the multifamily environment and make these big, giant gains. What you have to understand is, is that those 25% who are psychologically ready to make those big gains are different than the 75% that are not. The other 75% has to see it at least two or three more case studies, maybe a year, who knows, before they believe it. I said, but this 25% is ready to take action. So what happens is we'll have nationwide 25 different deals going at any one time. I said, some of the deals take as many as 
you know, 50 to 100 families to fill. The average deal probably takes about 20 families to fill. So, you know, look at a $5 million deal, you need 25% down. And by the time you get that, in other words, if 25 of you join up today, one deal will take every single one of your monies out. So there's plenty of deals. There's tons of deals. And there's way more than you'll ever be able to invest in, guaranteed. All right, we're going to take a short break, Curtis. Our number here is 866-945-6565. You've got one more segment if you want to get a question into Curtis or myself. So you need to get on the phone lines if you want to call. Otherwise, we'll be right back with Curtis Haynes and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the last segment of Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me today is Curtis Haynes, the multifamily mentor for the Houston market. Our number here is 866-945-6565. If you'd like to call and discuss, the lines are open. Curtis, um, as we come into this last short segment here, I want to bring up the point that um, people are earning 1% return on their money out there or less in savings accounts, uh, you know, stock market. I don't know what it's doing. It's down today about 100 points. I don't have any idea where it's at uh, other than I heard it was down 100 points a day. You know, the up and the down, the up and the down. Uh, the options available for people in retirement that have to have regular reoccurring income have come way, way down. Um, how do you see this thing changing? To me, I, I think that, you know, 20 years ago, real estate was considered a something for nothing, midnight madness, you know, game. Uh, but today, I think it's becoming after 26 years of us pounding the crap out of this on the radio and people seeing the results that are just outrageous. I mean, the guy yesterday was talking about two or three different deals where he made over two or 300 percent return, which is just ungodly when you think about one percent, you know, the other people are making or even four or five percent if you get what your financial planner says. How do you see this morphing over the next few years? And how do you explain to people when you talk to them about getting their first deal or when you talk to them about being a, a member of one of your deals about what rate of return people should be thinking about in this day and age? Well, yeah, I don't know if we can cover all that in the last few minutes here, but um, I think kind of tie everything in with with the generation, the younger generation and the older generation is um, information that that's getting out there now, what, what you're doing, uh, what we're doing with real estate, uh, it's out there now. And so that that education, the access to the information is uh, starting, people are starting to really, really see that the system is broken. They know that they can't save enough. They know that going into some brokerage account um, to save money or 401k to save money isn't going to hit their retirement goals. And so they are looking for other access to uh, to how to enhance their wealth. And, you know, the, the funny thing about all this is when you look at the, the one percenters out there, the, the, the rich and why the gap gets greater and greater, 
is because they figured out this real estate thing generations ago. You know, they, they, they go and buy uh, real estate just like we go and open up a savings account. It's, there's no fear. It's, it's what they do on, on a regular basis. And so we're just now, because of you, Dell, getting access to, to real estate for the first time. We're actually competing with, with these um, one percenters on the same kinds of properties. And, and what that's doing is it's leveling the playing field for everybody else. And so we're now able to get these kind of returns that you talked about that are just extraordinary. And if you start compounding those returns uh, uh, year over year and you start factoring in the fact that they are tax-free, uh, it starts to build not only wealth, but I like to think of it as starting to build generational wealth, wealth that we can carry over to the next generation, that we can provide a legacy for our family. And so I think because of the information that's out there, is an easy access to the information, especially for the younger generation, and now for older generations figuring this out today, that we can now tap into what was the wealth creation over the years with just the one percenters that we can now have access to and experience those kind of returns. So it's hard to put an exact number on what those returns would be for each person, but it really is an opportunity to build generational wealth, and that's what gets me real excited. You know, as, you, as you're saying that, I was thinking something the gentleman yesterday brought up also, and it really is very common that you go put your money in the stock market, let's say, and it goes up in value or goes down in value, but to get any money out of it, you have to cash it out, and then you don't own any stock anymore. What I think is the major turning point at Lifestyles that really made everything click to, the, to this incredible degree was when Emory came in and proposed the concept of refinancing out the equity instead of leaving the equity in the property so you get the highest cash flow, but to pull that equity out. Now allowing people to drop down from a 30% cash on cash return to say a 10% cash on cash return, but to get all their money back so they can go do another deal. So, because you, the reason I'm bringing this up is you brought up the term compounding. Well, you can't compound if you don't pull something out. Something has to come out to compound. And I think the fact that you can pull out, compound that money, you can go compound your growth. When I was young, uh, we had something called uh, stock dividend stock and we had a stock dividend re reinvestment plan so if you didn't get any dividends you couldn't reinvest you couldn't compound your growth so nowadays they don't pay dividends hardly at all any, anymore there's hardly no interest and so it's very almost impossible to compound your wealth like they used to tell us when we were in grade school the rule 78 compounding your wealth that was a big deal Right, but nowadays yep. you really can't get to that. Whereas in real estate, with the techniques that we're using, pulling the money back out of these deals and going and doing another deal, is what is allowing these people to end up with, you know, who could buy 24 apartment complexes? Well, you can't. You can maybe afford to buy one or two, then you pull your money back out of those and you buy two or three more. You see, and that I think is where the secret. Is. How do you see that? Yeah, ab absolutely, Dale. I mean, I'm. I'm the prime example of that, which I absolutely love when looking back at it, I I started with X dollars when I, when I first joined Lifestyles, and won't go into that story, but let's just call it, I, I had a dollar, one dollar. And so I bought my first property, refinanced, uh, cash out on that one, brought my second property, refinanced, cash out, and fast forward to today, I have three dollars, so I've, from what I started, and I have 
close to 30 apartments now. So all of that, the initial starting point, and now where I ended, I have three times the amount of money in my bank account, but I still, I, but I, I yet I own 30 apartments. That's compounding. And that, that sums it up right there, Curtis. We're going to have to stop. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate your time uh, and to help us go through this stuff and to share the time with the people out there. The rest of you out there, I want you to keep in mind, Curtis doesn't work in his business. He works on his business. I don't work in my business. I work on mine. It's not about the money. It's about the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Bonsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Bonsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.